I'm Brendan Spivey, and I'm with... Sean Paul. And we are the Action Junkies, and this is presented by the Markout Movie Podcast. And today we're going to review... Tell them, Sean, what we're reviewing. We're going to review the movie Broken Arrow. Yes, Broken Arrow, 1996 film. Directed by John Woo, starring... John Travolta. And Christian Slater. Uh, who, by the way... Is great. These, they're good. They're great. But it was both of them, the first action movie ever. Very first action movie. Very first. Movie. That's, both. that's impressive. Yeah, both of them. Both. I mean, Christian Slater's known for hot throbs, romantic comedies, and Travolta was known for Grease and dancing. <laughs> me, and look who's talking. But he did do Pulp Fiction before doing this. But anyway, Broken Arrow is the term used to describe a nuclear device that has been lost. In this movie, two nuclear missiles are stolen by rogue U.S. pilot Deacons, played by John Travolta. But hot on his trail is co-pilot Hale. 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 <laughs> played by Christian Slater. And park ranger Terry. The action takes place in Utah's Canyon Country, a high-stakes gaming of cat and mouse. So, Sean, tell us about this movie. Tell us, you know, get, get right you know, into I, it. I, I really enjoyed the movie because I think you know, it was well put together. It didn't get a very good rating, from what I understand. And I don't know why it didn't, because, you know, Travolta, he's he's a classic, I mean, very first action movie for him, and he played a villain. Like, okay, so, like, I wasn't really sure how the villain thing was going to play out, but I really enjoyed him as being a villain in this. Yeah, uh, well, I guess we can tell the scores. Got a 6 out of 10 on IMDb. 61% on Metacritic, 53% on Rotten Tomatoes, and it gets worse. The audience score is 44%. And that's sad. That is... That's very sad. That's sad. I, I, I was expecting this... I was a Rotten Tomatoes score I was expecting to be something like that, but the audience score? Man. No, you know. Uh, when I first saw this movie, uh, I watched it because it was Travolta. Travolta's my favorite. If you listen to this, you you already know this. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I just uh, I was I was curious when this movie first came out in 1996. Um, Travolta in an action movie. I was like, he doesn't do action. He's like, I didn't see him playing a character like this ever. I mean, I, mean, I don't know if you watched a lot of his films as as a kid, but I did, and I just could not see it. Like, Pulp Fiction was a surprise for me. Get Shorty was a surprise for me. I was like... But still, those were more comical characters. Um, and I, this is full-blown action, full-blown bad guy, full-blown... Uh, I'm tired of taking crap from our country, and I'm gonna... <laughs> blow people up <laughs> was his, uh, hey, his mindset exact, that was exactly his mindset on this one um you know he but, uh but what, what i did like about it was that he again he's not a cookie cutter bad guy he he brings a lot to the character and he you know he's just and I, one of my favorite scenes in the movie was like when they're talking about why he did it so of course for the money of course so now now i don't think that's why you did it like you said you should have been a colonel by now and i was like I love him so. Well, why don't you tell me, Hell? Tell me why. <laughs> and it, it, I just, I just love that. that they gave him, you know, he had a purpose in this movie. I mean, he wasn't just a bad guy. He, you know, he had a purpose. You know what I mean? 
I totally agree with you. But <laughs> you know, like he was on a mission. He was a soldier. He he was going to carry out that mission regardless of who got in his way. And if he had to kill his own people, he was just going to do it because like he was so driven by the money. Yeah, I mean that he didn't care about anything else going on. I can tell you right at the beginning, I knew I was going to like this movie in, in the opening shot with uh, uh, Hale and uh, Deacon's boxing. And he's talking about the rope rope as he's beating him up. I mean, it's just, and I, I, I just like, okay, I'm sold. Travolta's going to be amazing in this movie. Christian Slater's going to be, you know, typical Christian Slater. And uh, I was like, man, this is, this is going to be, I remember watching it with my dad. It's like, he wasn't. He liked the action movies, but he's more of a Western guy, and he didn't really care for Travolta. Really? Well, I mean, he remembers him from Saturday Night Fever, so, you know. Right. Nothing against Saturday Night Fever for all the fans that like that, but it is, I think it's one of his worst movies that he's ever made. But uh, I just remember watching, it's like, Rope It Up, and I didn't know what that was at the time, because I didn't really follow Muhammad Ali. And his boxing matches, so I didn't have really a clue what that was. Found that pretty quick, though. What did you think of the opening of this movie? I really enjoyed the uh, fighting scene. Uh, you know, first, you know, they were messing around. But, you know, Travolta got serious in the boxing match. Yeah. And, like, he actually started whooping on us. Like, yeah. like, he was, like, trying to teach him a lesson, I guess, but... You know, long and behold, nobody knew that he was going to end up doing nah. the things he did. Because they seemed like they were really close in the beginning. Yeah. Like, they were, had a tight bond together. No, I you... mean, like, to, you know, and then he tried to give him $20, so. <laughs> and later on in the movie, you know, that, that, that factor played again. Yeah, I, I love the $20, though, the in the beginning. Because he says he stole it from his wallet while he was taking a shower. <laughs> that was funny. And, and Travolta just kept on saying, I don't want it if you didn't give it your all. And I was like, and I was like well, it's yours. <laughs> no, it's really yours. I took it while you were in the shower. So. But yeah, I, I mean, I just, I, I love the chemistry between both of them. It seemed like they they, they got along shooting it. Uh, they worked well yeah. together. Well, I mean, I hear that from Travolta anyway. Uh most people, at least, that worked with him, including Denzel, said he was—he's just a, a genuine, nice guy to work with. So uh, if Denzel says it, I take it to the bank. Well, oh, because yeah, Denzel is definitely my favorite actor. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I mean, I, I mean, when it's coming up, <laughs> when he's smoking a cigarette, I, I don't remember if it was a colonel or general. It was general. He says. Are you higher than me now, Deacons? <laughs> he says, no, sir. You got a cigarette. My bad, sir. Won't happen again. He put it out. Right? He put it out. <laughs> and uh, Chris Slade just like shook his head. <laughs> and this is why you don't move up. Because <laughs> you're always giving everybody a hard time. And uh, it's like, but I don't know. But Travolta's character in this movie is so narcissistic. It's it's unbelievable. I mean, it's just, you know, Travolta he can play just about any role, and like uh, he can really push himself into that character. Yeah. Um, just as like Denzel, as you was talking about, he can push himself into a character and like make it perfect. Yeah, I mean, I I know the last one movie we, we reviewed was Face Off, and you you said before we even started shooting that you saw a lot of some, you saw some Face Off in this. I did. Yeah. How he played his character. Uh, do you have a favorite line in Broken Arrow? 
Well, you know, like, reminds me of Face Off whenever he looks at his brother and Face Off and is like, isn't it cool because yeah. we're going to blow up L.A.? And, like, in the this movie, he also says, isn't it cool whenever they're on the train um, fighting it out, trying to, you know, um, get that nuclear device that, to deactivate. But yeah, Travolta, he was ruthless. Like, he wanted that thing to go off. He did not care if he yeah. lived or he died. Yeah, you you can tell he didn't and care by the end of the movie. Yes. That is, like, one of the best criminals you can have, the one that don't care. Yeah, I think my favorite line of the movie, and I'm not going to say the whole line because I'm not going to use the Lord's name in that, but he says, GD, what a rush! And uh, it's just like, it's just how he says it in the movie, just, it makes me laugh every time I see it. It just, I thought it was amazing. I thought his performance throughout the movie was just, it's like, he's, he plays it to a point where you know you, you want this guy to die. But you like him. <laughs> oh, you, you can't help but like him. Because, you know, regardless whether he's being the bad guy, he's still got yeah. some good in him, but... I mean, he's, he just plays it that way where but he... he's looking at it as, okay, I'm doing this for me. Yeah, he's... Because I'm sick of not moving up or being yeah. promoted because I've been this for so long and they just, you know, yeah. he just felt betrayed, I guess. I can understand say. that to a point, you know, you, you, you've worked... Your job, or whatever it may be, for so long you never really got promoted. You just you snap, right? So I understand from that point. I just don't. I can't <laughs> agree with his methods in stealing warheads and wanting to blow up uh, Utah, or uh, uh, as it comes out comes to play Denver. Uh, he, which that's we, we'll get that to, we'll get to that point because that's towards the end. But I. The, the scene where he turns. Walk us through that, Sean. Your feelings at this point in time. Well, you know, like... Have, have you seen this... Had you seen this movie before? Not not previously, no. Um, but I tell you what, like, I wish I could have seen it a lot sooner because, like, it's a great movie I'm, in my yeah. eyes. So, in that scene, they're in the stealth bomber, of course. You know, it's a $2 million piece of a machinery. Yeah. And, you know, at first they were... You know, they were just talking, they were cutting up, they were being good, real good friends, and uh, Slater made a point, he said, uh, you know, he was like, you're in it, well, no, Travolta said, you're in it for the long haul, right? And yeah. he was like, yeah, he was like, what about you? He's like, nah, man, he's like, I'm, I'm, I'm about to be done with all this, and <laughs> then uh, he said, I don't know, man, and Slater was like, I don't know, he was like, you seem like the type of person that just likes to have that hand of God. Yeah, and and that's when Travolta almost looked at him and said, "Do you want to join us? Because aren't you tired of this?" But like he felt like Slater was by the book, in which yeah. he was like he believed in something. Yeah, he believed in the Air Force. He believed in the military. Yeah, and like Travolta, he just felt like he was being screwed over ten times, you know, over. No. So like they tried to kill each other right there in yeah. the plane. Yeah. I think like the, I remember when this movie came out. I remember the trailers. At I don't really believe there was a clear cut villain, like you knew who was the real villain in the movie. I, I don't believe and that was like over twenty years ago, so I can't be certain. But I remember it happening, and I was like, "No, <laughs> Travolta can't be a bad guy." I mean, no, because I hadn't seen like Get Shorty at that point in time or Pulp Fiction. I had never seen him play a villain in anything. Well, no, no, I didn't even see Carrie. 
when he made that in 77. I hadn't even seen that at the time. But I was like, I was, I was, it was almost like I was heartbroken about it. <laughs> because, because he's a, he's my favorite actor. And I was like, I just never saw him as a, as a bad guy. And I was like, but I was like, he's a good bad guy. He's, I like him, even though I'm not supposed to. I liked him better than Christian Slater. I really did. Even though Hal's Hale is the, you know, the good guy and he's the, you're supposed to cheer for him, but I, I was cheering, but I wasn't. Did you get that at all? <laughs> that vibe? And then it, in, in a way, I wanted Travolta to turn around and decide that all that wasn't worth it, but yeah. like I said, he was he was dead set on getting things done. Like, no yeah. matter who yeah. he had to kill, because no matter what he had to do, he was gonna he was gonna see that through. This movie also reminds me of The Rock, of Nicolas Cage, Ed Harris, Sean Connery. Uh, Great movie. Uh, but the differences between those two characters, Deacons and Ed Harris's character, Ed Harris wasn't gonna blow up San Francisco. No, but he Deacon, was just he was just trying to make a point. In that yeah, movie. but Deacons. Was set on blowing him up. He didn't get his money. Oh, he he didn't <laughs> he care. Was, he just he didn't care. He nah, had no morals left. No, nah, he had nothing left. I, and like I think the fact that Slater was ruining everything made him more bent on doing it because yeah, you know he was like he was. But like, I also think he liked it. I think so. Like I, I think like he felt like okay, he's challenging me. I got to get this done now. Yeah, I was like, and I think he was glad he was challenging him. Because, it, like, see... Because it showed him that he had some fight in him. Travolta, he was like... He thought he had everything under control. He was going to get his buddy killed. He's going to kill him. And everything was going to go smooth. Well, then he survived. Yeah. His buddy survived. And every step that he was trying to make, he was ruining it. His buddy was ruining it. Yeah, it was... Uh, it, they had, Like I said, they had great chemistry. They did, Linda. Um... Nah, I can tell you, well, we'll get to it when we get to the end, but, oh, man, I can't wait to get to that part. But, but yeah, when, I remember when when they're, they're, they're chasing each other down that, uh, the, going to the, uh, the mine. They're, that's where they're headed. Uh, and uh, Hale um, gets the gasoline, burns their car with the gasoline, uh it was just funny. I mean, because uh, Deacons was like, I'm impressed. <laughs> I'm impressed with you, Hale. I'm impressed. I, yeah, I think that he was enjoying it as yeah. well. Because like he was like, okay. He was like, I boxed with this kid in a ring. And now here he is out here showing me something. Because like, you know, Travolta thought he was the best of the best whenever yeah. it come to boxing and stuff. And like now... He's got a challenge, and he's like, man, he's like, this kid, this kid's doing some stuff. Yeah, I think he thought the kid had heart, but he it wasn't. He just was afraid to show it, and now he sees him fighting him and coming at him, and he's showing he's got he's got balls, which Travolta says in the mind. He just he said, you just don't have it in you, and I I just I mean I I thought from start to finish this movie delivered some great action sequences, some yes. Uh, some comedy from Travolta's character. Some some real moments, some comedy. It was all mixed up into one. It was like psychotic comedy, but it was comedy nonetheless. Um, when we get to the mine, uh, did you like the shootout there? Cause I, I mean, I, it reminded me a little bit of the shootout between them 
in Face Off in the beginning. I tell you what, it was a it was a definitely intense uh, battle scene there because you know you got nukes that are in this mine yeah. oh. and like you got people shooting at each other and Travolta keeps saying, "How many times I gotta tell you, don't shoot the nukes." <laughs> like he he said that through the whole movie. Yeah. Uh, in the car chase and the mines. On the train. Stop shooting at the nuclear Stop. weapons. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was that was some good comedy right there. I was like, I was like, <laughs> and I, I, it was just man, it, it was a prelude to Face Off. That's all I could say. Um, you know, if John Woo, John Travolta, they they worked well together as director and, and lead actor. Uh, and Travolta was the lead. And I think that was different. They did something different because the villain usually is like in the in the background, but Travolta's all over this movie. Uh, I would say it's essentially his movie. You know, I, which well, is different for action films. It's usually the good guy's movie, but I would say this one's his. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, they shared, but I just feel like you got more of Travolta's story than you did Christian Slater's. Yeah, I mean, Travolta was definitely the the main the main person they focused on the most. Yeah. but I mean. He was the one trying to steal the nukes, trying to, you know, and like the guy that the intelligence guy that was there, Frank, he uh, Frank Whaley. He said, uh, you know, he was like, "What if they're trying to sell them back to us? Like, how much is it worth to us?" Because yeah. everybody was worried about everything else, and this guy, he's being real smart about it. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I just, I do like, I do like one scene though, after the mine explodes because of the nuclear uh anything electronic goes down and right before that happened um pritchett was which was played by bob gunton which i love him as an actor he's a great whiny complaining bad guy <laughs> and pretty much everything he does he, he whines and complains um but i loved him in this and i loved that he was complaining to travolta throughout like the first Two acts, I would say, because he, he, he dies and he dies in the second act when the explosion of the mine goes. Um, and I heard Travolta, I don't remember what he grabbed, but he just hit him. Oh, I yeah. I was like, yeah. uh, it was the, I don't know what the big deal is. I really don't. It was the guy that was paying him a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that's what I meant by he didn't care who lived or died in this. Yeah, he's. He, I think that quote was. See, I've never actually killed anyone before. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've dropped bombs on people, but face to face, never really done it. I don't see what the big, the big deal is. I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he definitely said that, and I was just like, wow, okay, <laughs> you just killed the guy that's giving you money. Yeah, I was like, he he was so narcissistic and so arrogant. I mean, yeah, through the whole thing, like you know, he was like, whenever the uh, cell bomber went down and they were trying to recover the nukes. He said, You said this is going to be easy. Yeah. And like Travolta was just giving that look, like, Be quiet. Yeah. I got this all under control. And he still was just like nitpicking at him. And Travolta finally had enough of it. It's why I say that if they do a Spinables 4, you should cast John Travolta as your main villain. Oh, he would be a great villain. And we, I think we talked about that. Yeah, we have. Spinables, yeah. I, he just would. He just. I don't know why. Stallone doesn't see him as an action star. He clearly is one. I mean, I mean, even though he hasn't done a lot of action films, I mean, he 
he nails it every time. But uh, I mean, I think that you know we we get he he's they think he's going to Utah, and he's actually going to Denver, and Christian Slater's you know trying to catch up to him and everything. Um, how, watching this movie, how did you think it was going to end? I didn't expect it to end the way I. Uh, Wait, because didn't... because you know in the beginning they had a boxing match. Yeah. At the end they had another boxing match, <laughs> and he put for twenty dollars for twenty dollars people twenty dollars <laughs> like it was a big significant thing. It was that that twenty dollars was was a big character, and he had the detonator, and yeah. he put the detonator on the twenty dollar on the twenty dollar bill. bill, and he told him to come get it. And at first, like Travolta was really giving it to him, like. Yeah. And then like something just snapped in Slater and like The Rope of Dope came back in play. Yeah, and like he just started wailing. And I remember one scene one one line he gave. Do you know what it feels like to be knocked out? And that's when Chris Slater started to come back. Does it feel something like that? (laughs) (laughs) He didn't have many uh, good comedy lines in this movie, but that one was I thought was just funny. I thought But I mean I just I thought this movie was a lot of fun. I think it delivered an action. Uh, but you know, it was the nineties. I mean, it's it's a nineteen nineties action movie, which I think is the best. I, I would say it's the best decade. I don't know though. I mean, for movies, I know a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, would disagree with me and say the eighties was the best. I don't know. The nineties had really good movies. Well, I just, I just been in the action genre, but I'm th- you know I'm thinking of Face Off, Con Air, uh, Broken Arrow, um. I'm not sure when the uh, Punisher came out, but John Travolta was also early two thousand. Early two thousand, he was also the villain. I didn't like him all that much. I he just didn't have much to do. I think he was underused. It just, I don't know. I would have really liked to seen a big fight between Frank and John Travolta's character. But hey, I mean, it's the Punisher, so you know, you know, who really stands a chance unless you're a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> Well, He's like Batman, except he kills. Well, yeah, he just. But he, uh, yeah. But I, I honestly, I mean, you had Point Break in the nineties. You had Speed. I mean, I think a lot of people would disagree with me because Arnold and Stallone's heyday was the eighties uh, of action films, and they were great. But I don't know something about the nineties. They did more in the nineties, you know, with car chases and stuff. I just, I don't know. But I either way, still good air. Uh, getting to the end, I, I I love what he says towards the end with the nuclear on on the train. Fuck them if they can't take a joke. <laughs> and he said he's starting to set it. And Howie Long from the from uh, uh popularity from the NFL, Fox NFL, still he's still on there, people. But he can what the what the hell are you doing? So I ain't ready to die. I ain't gonna die for you. Everybody's gonna die. I'm as good as a choice as any. <laughs> it's like, I was like, yes, I love this. This is the bad guy we need. <laughs> He's the criminal mastermind we need. <laughs> and it's like, and then they're about to start fighting, and then, um, and the uh, hell's on the other side, starting to shoot. He's about to shoot, and they're like, hell. <laughs> And they start shooting him, and hell comes around the other side like uh, Nathan Drake and <laughs> kicks him out of the train. What's a Nathan Drake-like move? That was a Nathan Drake, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. 
But yeah, I was like, then we get the Botsy match, and I just, I, you know, I just, when the train's about to collide, and the, the, the nuclear weapons shooting towards Travolta, he sees it. Oh my, you know, but you, I think he could have avoided it, but I just, Oh, he could have avoided it. I guess he just, was, he didn't want to. He didn't want to, I think he was He smiled at, at it, yeah. I was like. I think he was like decided. Okay, I'm not gonna win this. So he just he just stands up and smiles and every contingency plan he had failed. Because, yeah, I mean, you know, he, uh, this later was always there. Yeah, so, I, like he just finally said, "You know what? Screw it." Yeah, it's. I just like the fact that he's smiling when the nuclear warhead is coming at him. <laughs> Again, it's not armed or anything. It's just coming at him. It's uh, just from the blast. Yeah, yeah. and he just, it just he, he just lights up, and it's like he's just got a Christmas present or something. He's like a little child, and he's got the the you know the Christmas present he wanted. It's it's kind of like what it was like for him, and of course it hits him, and he goes flying and explosions. Uh, did you think he was dead though? Because you never see the body. <laughs> You know, Never. If he survived that, man, he's gonna be one messed up dude. Yeah. Okay. Because you gotta think, a nuclear warhead launched at him, mm-hmm. threw him through the train, and then he landed on another part of the train, and like it starts starting exploding. So like, if he survived that, that would have been something. But the only reason I say that he possibly could have survived, because they I, didn't show no body parts whatsoever. I just, I just. I just can't see it, man. It's an action movie. I think, it can happen. I, I think I think you just burn alive. Uh, I was like, I was like, then you see that twenty dollar bill again. Yeah, it, it was like it was left for him. That's how I kind of took it. It's kind of how I want to take it. You earned this, buddy. Yeah, yeah, because like he said, I want you to give all your all, or I don't yeah. want it. So, like he finally gave his all for sure. So I always took it as you know, Travolta kind of left it, even though. I, it's not really what happened, but it's hey, I'm a Travolta fan. <laughs> so you're I'm not taking you, in that your way. mind, you think he just put it down there? He put it down there, and he walked off. And he walked from off. a burning fire. <laughs> yeah, that he got slung through a train. We could have done a sequel, people. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be one weird sequel. Let me tell you. I, mean, I don't know how much it made. I'm gonna look it up. Okay. I'm gonna look this up. Sean doesn't agree with my theory here. <laughs> oh, what about a sequel? No, that he could have survived. I just, I just don't see it, bro. I mean, I'm not, I don't know what to tell you, but I don't think he did it. Well, yeah, I mean, it could have got a sequel. I mean, it made seventy. It cost fifty. It made another seventy-nine overseas. It was one hundred fifty. It had to make a hundred at that time. It, it was a hit. So it passed. I mean, you could have done a sequel if, okay, say he died. Say he died. Christian Slater's character could have done something. You could have done something. Thoughts. I think it was Thoughts. Pretty sure it was a Thoughts movie. Disney now owns it. <laughs> oh, it's gonna get remade then. Disney now owns it. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, they, they're gonna remake everything. Yeah. Uh, which I mean, the Face Off is coming as, as well. We talked about it last time when we did Face Off. Uh, so, but um. We're we're at the end here though, um, but I mean I just you know I, 
It, I, I remember watching this movie back in the day, 1996. I felt very satisfied. I, I I was grinning. I was just like, this was amazing. This was a very good action movie. So you say you watched it for the first time this morning. That's correct. Uh, you you think it's a good action movie? Oh, I loved it. I, I it now, was if you would have seen this twenty three years ago, <laughs> it's amazing. This is that old. Uh, but would you even wanted a sequel to Broken Arrow? Yeah, I mean. It's like you said. I think they could have done something with it. Uh, with I do think we got a spiritual Slater's, sequel though. Uh, character, even if Travolta didn't survive, but like I don't know who they would get to play another good, you know, villain like that. Yeah, I mean, it would be a hard. They sell. all died, so I, I don't know. Yeah, it would be a hard sell, but like I think they could have done something with it. I mean, could have done something Christian Slater's character though. I mean, yeah, that's what I meant. Like, he could have. Got himself in another situation, or he could have kind of he could have retired or something and living a quiet life. I don't know. He could have done something, <laughs> but it's not one of those films where you gotta have a sequel. But it would have been nice to have one, in my opinion. If Travolta would have lived, here you go with the Travolta <laughs> living again. I just feel like twenty dollars was left by him. <laughs> I mean, it, the, the, the train was like. Everywhere, okay? It was. It was in pieces. It's but, like I mean, uh, Expendables. Rest in pieces. It went pieces. Oh, hey, we're going to call Expendables here. <laughs> if that would have been Stallone, he would have survived. Oh, or Arnold, he would have survived. Because he always comes back. Yeah, he comes back. <laughs> you can't kill Stallone. Oh, man. I mean, Stallone went through a freaking wall. You know? You know what I mean? He went through a I mean, wall. No, no, I'm not arguing the fact. Stone Cold broke his neck. <laughs> and he still survived. But yeah, I mean, I if you're listening, anyone listening for Spinnables 4 that's in production, if you're producing that movie, cast John Travolta as your main villain. That's all I'm saying. I don't think it would be a bad idea. I mean, cast Nick Cage too. Make it a face-off reunion. I mean, <laughs> the double whammy. They're brothers this time. Think about it. The brothers coming after Sloth's team and Arnold's team. Mm-hmm. Castor Troy lives. Castor Troy, wow. <laughs> that, that, that would be something. Well, you're going to get Castor, unless it's going to be women. You're, you're, you should get Castor Troy back. I, I think as far as action movies go, though, Deacon is, is in top five of action movie villains. Uh, but I would honestly say... You're talking about villains in action movies. Cast of Choice, number one. I don't know. I just... he He's memorable. And I don't really remember... Like, I couldn't tell you John Travolta's character's name in this before I already watched it. But I've always remembered Cast of Troy. Since 97. Always. I had a thing for Cast of Troy. I mean, like, he was a... He was a very good actor. Like, he was... He was a very good character. He was. Um... um like solid performance, like he really played the part. Um, Nicholas Cage, of course, you know he played the part of who he was supposed to be, and he yeah. nailed it. Yeah, like like I, one of his best, one of his best movies, in my opinion. I can't tell you one villain, name wise, from any Rambo film. I can tell you one in Die Hard, Hans Gruber, <laughs> but any others I can't say. I don't remember his brother's name, Jeremy Irons' character. I don't Simon. But I don't know. I don't know what his real name was. 
Uh, I can't tell you any villain's name in any Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. But I can tell you about all about Caster Troy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Caster was a ruthless villain. And but he... I feel like Face Off was kind of like the spiritual sequel to Broken Arrow. You know, I just... They're not connected in any way, but it's the style, same style. It's Well, I think this movie... Gave John Travolta the lead way to, yeah. you know, to the next uh, step in his action because I think this is what made him like action. Because yeah, he's only done it three times. Well, I mean, he's done. I don't know if he's actually done any action movies, uh, like lower budget action films. I, I, I know they have action sequences in them. But I don't know if he's done a total action film. Uh, but I know he did Broken Arrow. It was his first one. Then he did Face Off the following year. And a few years later, he did uh, From Paris with Love, when he's bald. <laughs> uh, which, I love that movie, too. He's very funny in that movie, as well. He's just he's just fun. He's not a bad guy in that one, though, but but he comes off like one. Well, you know, face off, he was a good guy. Yeah. And then they switched, and he played a great bad guy. I think that Travolta likes both roles. Yeah, he he. Likes, I think he likes playing the bad guy. Though. I really do. Like I, I, I give him. I think he's a better bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I love him as a good guy. Don't get me wrong. Go. I mean, like, I don't know if you've seen the movie Mad City with him and Dustin Hoffman. I don't think I have. He loses his job. And he works at a museum. He loses his job. He goes in, and tries to get it. Uh, he's got guns and stuff on him. He has no intention of using it. But it comes with circus. Media's all over it. Dustin Hoffman's a reporter inside. And it's just... He's trying to, you know, get him out alive. Because he's not mean to do this. And he's a good guy. And he's just... He made a really bad mistake. It's a, it's a great movie. It's a drama. But it's a really great movie. Uh, like I said, I love Travolta. I, I, I'm going off topic here. But, you know... They decided to remake Broken Arrow, which I'm sure they will. Uh, I mean, they're remaking Face Off. I'm sure Broken Arrow will be coming. Who would you get? And it's a similar question to Face Off because we talked about this last time. Who would you get to play the? Uh, if they do the same characters, regardless if they do the same, they do the same story. Who would you get to play these two pilots? Oof. Uh. Hopefully, I mean, uh, I don't know. I think it would be male. Male pilots. I don't think it'll be female. Not for this one. I don't. Don't don't, don't know. Nothing's I'm not, coming. I'm to not you. really. I'm not really for sure who would replace these two because these two are solid. So like they're gonna have big shoes to fill. Whoever. I, I think get. they would go. I think they go Marvel with it because if did Disney now owns, I'm pretty sure this is Fox. Uh. It may not be. Maybe Miramats that did it, but I don't think they're around anymore. I want to say it was Fox that did this movie, but let's say it is. Let's say Disney owns this now and they remake it. I personally think they'll go Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans. Robert Downey Jr. playing Deacons. I could just totally see that. I mean, he's older, but I can see it. That that would that would or, be bad. Or Robert Downey Jr. I still see Robert Downey Jr. as Deacons. But for the Christmas Slater role, hell, 
I can see Paul Rudd. He's got that similar size. Some things. But could you see Paul Rudd in an action movie without being Ant Man? <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I think I think your first theory would be better. Oh, Chris Evans. Yeah, I mean Chris Evans because they already have a good chemistry together. Um, and like you know, I just the, think they would keep it's it just like family. Travolta and Slater. They they had a great chemistry, and so does Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans. I think that would be a better fit for that movie. I mean, that's what I would. I mean, if they don't go Marvel, it's just completely you know someone else. Uh, uh, I could see. I don't know. Channing Tatum maybe as hell. Well, he did. He did good in GI Joe. So. Maybe, maybe Dwayne Johnson, maybe The Rock, is Deacons. That would that would be something. I mean, he can make it fun playing a bad guy. Uh, I think. I mean, we'll see though. He's going to be playing Black Adam for DC soon, so we'll see. He starts yeah, shooting that you next know, year. Just thing is, we haven't seen The Rock in very many movies where he's the villain. I've only seen one, Doom. Yeah. Doom, yeah. But and I thought, and how did you? feel about him as a villain like if if he was gonna play this role in broken arrow the remake from, uh, from doom to this do you think that he would be a good bad guy well i it, doom was just now i don't hate the movie itself like most people do but i mean i there's some things i like about it i like the the ending mm-hmm. uh when carl urban it, it looks like the game that when he's killing all these people and all these monsters, it looks like Doom. I have never actually played Doom, but I've seen people play it. So it kind of I like that. But the overall story I didn't like. But The Rock becoming one of those things, um, very cheesy. Uh, but if he played it like he plays his character Hobbs in the very first time he played Hobbs Fast Five, but turns it up a little bit, I think he would be great. If he brings a little Hobbs into it. You know, but yeah. I don't know. I mean, I mean, it would. It's a hard sell because everyone likes him. So I was gonna say, but same thing, Travolta. I mean, I don't think anyone saw this. He could play a bad guy. I mean, he's likable, right? I mean, you can't make Christian Slayer a bad guy. He's a, he was a heartthrob. I just, <laughs> I just feel like The Rock is more of the hero in every, yeah, every he movie. Is. Like, so it, he would really have to bring his A game if they threw him in here. Yeah. For the remake. But he did pitch, uh, which I think we brought this up on Spinables when we did a Spinables, he did pitch to Stallone that he would like to play the villain that's hunting them down. Now that's a movie I would love. I want to see someone hunting them for a For change. a change instead of them hunting yeah. the, the other guy. Yeah. And actually see some team members die. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I mean, you're in your fourth movie. I mean, I think... I mean, I don't want to see Barney die, but, you know, that's Sly's character for people that haven't seen Expendables. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't want to see him die, but I wouldn't mind seeing, you know, Statham's character die. Uh, I think that'd be a twist to kill him, but, you know. Anyway, we've gotten off topic, uh, so we'll give our ratings for Broken Arrow. I'm going to give it a 4.5 out of 5 markouts. What are you, not you, Sean? 
I'm gonna give it about four point seven. Four point seven. Uh, so that, that was our thoughts on Broken Arrow. Um, be Sean's turn next to pick the movie he wants to dissect. Um, is he gonna give it to me now? <laughs> He's gonna give it to me in a second. <laughs> but anyway, try, all right. Um, the guy that plays the Punisher, uh, Thomas Jane, on, on uh, the TV series. Oh, John Berthel. Think? Now, he would be a good one. Yeah, he would. He would. I, you know, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I know he was about to end it, but like then it, it really hit me, so I was trying to think of his name. But I think John would oh, be he, a great replacement for Travolta because he can play that role. Oh, he, man, I think John could play anything. Yeah, I, like, I, now, as far as Slater, I'm not sure who they would have him pick for that, but I think Oh, I'll tell you another guy that I think. That could do uh Hale's character Shia LaBeouf I think could play that character no I'm not gonna argue there I think uh, that would be a good one yeah but uh anyway that's been our review of Broken Arrow uh, Sean will let me know what the next one's gonna be uh so stay tuned for that uh hopefully that'll be sometime in November <laughs> yeah uh, but uh also stay tuned uh in about a month and a half we are, I know Sean wants to talk about it, so I'm going to let him talk about it a little bit before we close out. We are going to be doing Jedi Knights, which is a Star Wars only podcast with me, Sean, and our friend Cody. Because it was promised to them, if I ever started one, I would do it. So I'm going to let Sean talk about it a little bit. Because I know he's just looking forward to it. Oh, I am. I'm looking very much forward to this last movie. Because the saga is going to end. And uh, it's going to be the end of the Skywalker era. Um, so Star Wars is ending? Well, no. But see, Disney <laughs> is actually going to rewrite some in their own words. Um, they're going to do three more films, I think, is what I've heard. and But they're going to start their own thing. Um, but... The trailer, the last trailer, if nobody's seen it, you should definitely go watch it if you're a big Star Wars fan as I am. Um, because, like, there is some stuff in there that will make your hair stand up, I'm telling you, people. Like, it's going to be epic, I believe. I believe this is going to be their best one yet on number nine. Best one? It, of it, all. From, from the trailers that I've seen. Of all. Because, like, there's a lot of stuff coming back. You know, there's a lot back. of Star Wars movies here. Well, that's true, but, like, there's a lot of stuff coming back from the so, old, old movies. Better um, than episode one. I'm not saying all of them ain't great. Like, all of them are great, but I'm just saying, Even like, this one? one has gotten a lot of hype. I mean, Sean, they all have hype. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> I, I've watched all the other trailers, and I think this one might actually... I mean... It, it's growing it's up you this. hear about star wars star wars star wars <laughs> you hear about it so much and i hadn't even seen it it just made me turn off to star wars i know sean's not liking this but it just you hear it so much but i did actually watch it last year i enjoyed most of them i episode one was all right episode two i can't stand i'm sorry it just it's not for me but episode three i loved episode three was great uh, then you get the originals. Uh, and people are going to hate on me for saying this, but the original movie, I th I thought, was overrated. But The Empire Strikes Back, I like <laughs> a lot. Return of the Jedi, I liked a lot. 
That very first one. Uh, people talk about the first one like it's like the greatest thing. Well, it's, I think it's overhyped. It's it's right after you know um, Obi Wan took him into hiding. Yeah. Now he has Obi Wan has to watch over him, so therefore he has to train him to be the next. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, it's, it's I'm not saying it's it's like a bad movie or nothing. I'm just saying it was so over overhyped for me that I was expecting like you know the greatest thing I've ever seen. You know, it's, it's kind of... I'm not just talking about you overhyping it either. Don't take it the wrong way. Everyone, from, like, the internet to... Everyone just over overhyped well, it. That when movie. you're big Star Wars fans like us, well, I you understand. can't help that. You, but you I, will say, I will say this, though. Uh, Rogue One, I liked. Rogue One was really good. I really liked it. Solo, I really loved, though. I, and I, you hear the hate on in that movie, and I just didn't understand why. I thought it was really good. You didn't like Solo? No, 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 no. I love Solo. A why, lot of people, why, why are you giving no, me that look? I, no, because I, I shook my head because I don't understand why people hated on it so much. No, they did. I thought it was a solid story and it was a good story to introduce how Han met Chewie. Yeah, I mean, I... Like, I liked how he won the Falcon. Like, it explained that all in that movie and I really think it was good. But I think my favorite star... And people may laugh at me and I think my favorite one is Force Awakens. I... If I would have watched that first, I would have been sold on it. Like maybe I should have. But I watched episode one, and people gripe at me well, for it. But <laughs> at least it's growing it, on you. Yeah, I'm out, I mean, that's my favorite. I think my second favorite probably be Return of the Jedi, and probably the third probably be like, Solo. Actually, if I really, I don't know. Episode three was really good too. I've like I've only disliked one, and that was episode two. I think one, the first episode's better than people give it credit for. I just wish that Darth Maul would have um, made it to the second movie. I think if he would have made it to the second movie, it would have been better. Yeah. I'd... Because, you know, I understand, understand, like, you know, you kill a Jedi Master, but, you know, Obi-Wan, yeah. he was really experienced, but you didn't figure he'd be the one to take him out like that. Yeah. I... Now, again, I hadn't seen the movies, but I knew Darth Vader was the main villain in the original trilogy. Yeah. Trilogy, and I but remember, the one through three is what builds them up to that yeah. point. Yeah. Uh, but I remember, like I said, I've I've seen episode one when it came out, and I was like, I was like, why they kill him? <laughs> why they kill this character? What's going on? I don't understand. It's like because well, I knew Darth Vader lived. Throughout the first three, he died in a lot. The third one, but he was your main villain, or supposedly your main villain. There's another guy out there. Well, let Sean watch, tell you all about this if, character. If but you watch uh, the animated series, Darth Maul comes back. I know he comes back. But yeah, I but seen like, him. and if you watch uh, Rogue One, uh, then you see Darth Maul at the end. No, no, Solo. I'm solo. Sorry. I'm solo. sorry. That that's right. It was Solo, but I was thinking about the Dark Saber. Because they found the plans whenever they were trying to like yeah. take down that tower. I, I tell you what, though, I look forward to the Mandalorian. That thing. yes, I'm really excited for I that. Look forward one. to that. Like, I really hope they do good. But with that. the one thing I'm looking forward to, probably the most out of Disney uh, so far that's been announced, uh, is probably Obi Wan. Uh, yeah, his. Show. I, I'm including Marvel stuff too. I like. I'm looking forward to some of that stuff, but Obi Wan's my favorite character. Star Wars. I'm, I'm excited about Obi Wan's uh, show. Like it's it's gonna be really good. 
Yeah, I just, <laughs> he's coming back from the uh, original, uh, the first three. But uh, but we'll get in more to this in December because that's when we're first we're supposed to start this. Depending on Sean and Cody's schedule, so we'll see if they can work something out. They better, <laughs> otherwise there's no show because <laughs> I can't do it by myself. Because it's not it's not for me; it's for them. I promised them I'm going to deliver. If they get on the same schedule, <laughs> we really appreciate that. <laughs> but anyway, that's been the the show for Action Junkies this month. Um, Sean will get with me. What he wants to do in November or next time he can. Uh, so um, we'll we'll see you soon. Hopefully, any last words about Broken well, Arrow or what's next or you, well, need- you know I'm ex- like I said I'm excited for Star Wars but. Um, we'll, we'll definitely, uh, be back, uh, soon. And we thank you for listening today. Solid, solid, solid stuff, Sean. Solid stuff. He's very excited for Star Wars. He wants to do a podcast of Star Wars right now. I, I just oh, feel it. it's <laughs> eating me up. It's eating me But, uh, Akin Junkies will be back with something probably in November. Um, not sure about December, because that's when Star Wars is starting. So, I don't know. We'll have to discuss... Cause that's that'd be two podcasts for Sean in a month, and you know Sean, he has a hard time just making one appearance. So, <laughs> well, I'm gonna make that appearance. <laughs> but anyway, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, we appreciate it. Um, I'll let you know what the next episode's gonna be as soon as Sean tells me. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Broken Arrow was a fantastic film. Uh, don't understand the audience score at all. Uh, it's like. How could you not like it? pretty I mean, sad. Yeah. Especially, I mean, man, that just, that sucks. Even for, I mean, well, as, as a fan of today's action, which isn't much, I mean, I, I do like it, but, you know, I'd rather have action back in the 90s than today's. Not including John Wick. I love that stuff. But, you know, what Hobbs and Shaw did, which was fun, fun stuff, but, it, you know, it's kind of like Fast and Furious. Well, it is a Fast and Furious movie. It's just too over the top. I enjoy it, but I enjoy, I enjoy stuff like Broken Arrow, Speed, you know, stuff like that. Because I feel like that could possibly happen. I mean, it's not like too over the top. It's You still have some realism there. You know what I mean? I hear you. Not like Hobbs and Shaw. I mean, no. you, you, you left. But you didn't get to see what I was talking about. Unless you've seen it since. <laughs> Probably not. Though. I haven't. I haven't. See, he hasn't seen it since. That scene I'm talking about, though... If you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. It's just over the top. It's amazing to watch, but it's... Yeah, it's Fast and Furious. My brother said it was the worst Fast and Furious movie ever made. Really? Can you believe that? Wow, the worst. The worst. Nah, opinion. Fate of the Furious was the worst. But, you know, that's just my opinion. You know. How have you seen the new trailer to Bloodshot? Ben Diesel. I have not yet. I need to go watch it. But it, it actually looks pretty decent. I just think Guy Pearce would have been a better bloodshot. As he, he's a, he's a villain in it. Vin Diesel might surprise you. Yeah, he sounds like Dominic Toretto. <laughs> <laughs> it's about family again. He, he's well. He's all about you know the what? It, it's kind of like a man apart. That yeah. was a good movie. It was good. That was a great It's kind of like that meets Fast and Furious. 
He's trying to find out. And also, Memento, which was a Guy Pierce film. It's like what got him noticed. Uh, it's, it's sci-fi. It's a comic book film, but it's just sci-fi. And just, I see Dominic Toretto. I, I can't help it. I just can't. Maybe and if he gets those red eyes, like I see in the comics, some covers, all I'm going to be seeing is Riddick and Dominic Toretto on screen. I mean, I, I can't help it. Why would he do something he's already done? Why would he do something similar? I mean, tell me. You're a Vin Diesel fan. Why do something so similar? Well, you know, I've noticed some movies, they just do a lot of things that are similar, and then you get the one that's not as similar, and they usually turn out pretty great. But whenever you're trying to mix up a bunch of movies into one, it's kind of hard to sell that. And I think it's going to be a... I don't know. I, I, I think the trailer looks decent. I ain't going to say it looks amazing or anything. I think it looks decent. I just... not a Vin Diesel fan. I know if you listen to the Fast and Furious podcast, we did. You, you know that very well. <laughs> but I, I just don't feel he has that range to pull off these kind of... I mean, he does good as Groot. He only has three words, I mean, to say, I am Groot. I am Groot. I am Groot. I am Groot. <laughs> Sorry, Vin. Not trying to give you a hard time, but... Anyway, we've got off topic again. Broken Arrow was amazing. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. That's how I'm going to end it. Broken Arrow was amazing. Sean's nodding, and I'm like, yeah, okay. But anyway, okay, we'll be back in November uh, with something... Action-wise, do you have an f- idea what you want? I'm gonna have to think about it. gonna think about it for a little bit, but uh, so I got a few in mind. If he doesn't pick my, I already know my next one. If he doesn't pick it, so uh, I guess that we'll try to fit that in December if we can. But I don't know. We'll we'll see. But anyway, it's been a pleasure talking to Sean about Broken Arrow. Hopefully, you had a good time. Hopefully, it was entertaining. Hopefully, you laughed a little bit. But anyway, we'll be back in November, and uh, like I said, uh, well, if, if I actually haven't said this, I'm kind of solo for the next month. So, Sean, if you're available, because <laughs> everybody I've asked has said no. <laughs> I had one friend just bluntly said no. I think I'll pass, but uh, I was like, that's nice. <laughs> so maybe in the future. It's like uh, I'm open for the next four weeks, so. Uh, but anyway, if Sean's available, maybe he'll join me for something. Uh, sure. But we'll see. Uh, anyway, tomorrow I will be doing Cinema cinema Culture with uh, Kevin Smith and his films. Talking about the influence he's had on Hollywood with his small budget films like Clerks, Mallrats, uh, Clerks 2, Jay and Silent Bob reboot, and Strike Back. I don't know what... Oh, yeah, heads up. I know, I see that. Okay, stop it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, anyway, and uh, I'll be doing a review of uh, Zombieland Double Tap, um, a video game review of Uncharted 4. I think you've seen it. If you have not played it, play it. It'll make you tear up at the end. I teared up yesterday playing it again. That ending, man. If they wouldn't have had that ending, if you just left it alone, could have had him chart at five. Alright? If it didn't go to that ending. But, you know. We still can have spinoffs. 
I'm curious to see what Sam and uh, Sully were talking about doing. I want that game. <laughs> I do. I want that game. But anyway, I'll be doing that. And also, will be Thursday's episode will be my random thoughts, where I'll talk about what I've enjoyed at the cinemas this year, what I'm looking forward to next year, and what five franchises I'll, I would bring back if I could. Uh, and I'll throw in some movie news with that. But anyway, that's what's coming up this week. Next week, I have no idea. I have no clue. And a week after that, no clue. I'm kind of just winging this because I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> but anyway, that's been our review of uh, Broken Arrow. Any last words before it shuts us off? <laughs> no, I think you pretty much covered it. All right. Stay tuned for more, people. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Bye-bye. Peace out. Sayonara. <laughs>